Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. One two, one, two, one, two. We are Three, four. recording. Have a look. It sounds a little bit low today, but... I'm not very close to the mic. Ah, there you <clears> go. <throat> that sounds a bit better. Hello, Directional. Yeah. One directional. They were rubbish. One directional. <laughs> um, they were um, a tribute act to One Direction. That would be quite a good name for a One Direction tribute act. Yeah. What, is there two directions? Is that quite a good one as well? Yeah. It's all right, isn't it? It's very good. Yeah, I like it. Uh, Give tri- me some of your best tribute act names. Well, you just like hit me with that. I don't know. I mean, there well, was... Well, you've been to see a lot. You've been to see the Fleetwood Mac one. Yes, they were called Rumours. Okay, no, That's not great, is it? You want like... <clears throat> wait, 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 wait. What was the... Um... Paul Weller... But, oh, the Style Council. Style Council. Style Councillors. That was quite good. <laughs> Um, Is there an ABBA one? Faber? Baba. Faber would be good. Yeah, um, yeah I, I, you, you've hit me with a question there. I don't really know the answer. But um, like um, Elbow tribute band could be called Knee or something like that. It'd be quite good, wouldn't it? Look <laughs> <laughs> at your little... Like you that? were really pleased at yeah, that. Yeah, it was fucking on the cuff, on the hoof. Cuff, on the hoof. hoof. It was on the hoof, um, but I think that's quite a good one. Can I tell um, you, I yeah. don't know if anybody else that's menopausal can relate to this, but uh-huh. <clears throat> I get really, really happy when somebody gets a phrase or an expression a little bit wrong, because yeah. I do it all, all the, time. the time. And it's such a really... We were talking today, I did a <clears throat> podcast today that won't be out until January with mm-hmm. this friend of mine, Lou, and another friend of mine, Karen. And we were saying how funny it is when you get three menopausal women all talking in a group together because yeah. the flow of conversation is so fluid because every time somebody goes, I took the, and somebody goes, bus, train, yeah, car, yeah, yeah. and so you go car, and then you just carry on speaking. It's not like, oh, thanks, or I can't yeah, think yeah. of the name. You don't say anything. It's just, if there is a gap in the conversation, another menopausal woman mm. will just start trying to fill it for you yeah. because she knows. You do this to me quite a lot. It's quite an interesting observation. Where oh my god! I try and fill the gap because fill the gap. Yeah, yeah. I find it quite. It's quite funny, really. It's quite good. Is is funny another word for annoying? Uh, no, because you often get it wrong. And it's really interesting. <laughs> I was waiting for, and you'll go a train, a plane, a car, a thing, another a sandwich, and you're like, oh, sandwich. And those things. So it's become like a game where I think, what phrase could I say that would spark a reaction from you? Um, you know, my favourite colour is uh, blue, red, uh, purple, green, uh, magenta. Uh, green, I yeah. know that. Yeah, yeah, you do know that. Um, uh, but yeah, it's, it's, it's really funny that. Yeah, good. Um, how are you? It, it, well, first of all, let's explain to the people uh, that it's eight o'clock at night. It yeah. is uh, Wednesday night. Yeah. Anybody listening to this after Monday can wish you a happy birthday. Yes. It's a birthday episode. Yes. On Monday, if you're listening to this on Monday, it is my birthday yeah. today, on yeah. Monday. 
Happy birthday. The 16th, thanks. Um, I'm not going to suggest that you display your age to anybody. I'm um, 56. I'm sorry. <laughs> not a joke. 56 is quite an annoying age. It's not like half. It's like a sort of... Yeah, late 50s, they call it. Um, Fuck off. <laughs> Do you know what, though? I yeah. was with Karen today, and she's 61, uh-huh. and she's, like, living her Looking best good, right? life. And, uh, so I just yeah. thought, actually, yeah, this yeah. is why oh, they, everybody needs to be out amplifying, talking, speaking, because mm. it gives everybody hope mm-hmm. for later in life. I remember I was yeah. talking today about, you know, when I was 43, and I felt so old mm. at 43. I just thought I was an old person. But now, as a 55-year-old, I look back at 43. No, you think, and I think, wow, wow 43 young. was yeah. so young. And one day you'll look back on 55, 55 and, and think, God, oh, I was so, so young. young. Yeah. yeah. Crazy, Actually, I do it? feel good at the moment. Do you? Mm. Why? <laughs> that was oh a joke. God, honestly. Uh, you look mm. good at the moment. In fact, you've always looked good. But you've looked better. You've got better with age. You've got... Thank you're you. really... You're very, very attractive. I don't know what's going on. Um, but you... I think, I think it's because I'm happy. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, you don't always seem it. A bit it. stressed this week, though. Yeah. God, are you? I am a bit stressed this week. It's fucking busy. It's I mean, well, we're recording this at 8.30 at night on a Wednesday after an already hectic three Both days' work. Both of us work, have had a know. very busy three days' work. We've worked Sunday... Sunday night, Monday, Monday night, mm. Tuesday, Tuesday night. You and I are both getting up, working in the morning and then mm. going to work mm. in the evening. I've made a reel today. I'm <clears> making <throat> a reel today. I'm going to finish it with this. But whenever I see people and they go, I watch your reels. Jesus Christ, how much do you do in a day? And I'm like, you wait till you see today's reel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so I quite like working hard, but mainly because I get to tell people I work hard. something nice about it, I think. Well, I, I'm holding out for a hero no I'm holding mm-hmm. out for half time yeah yeah Disney yeah we're going to Disneyland aren't we I mean we should do a podcast from Disney yeah maybe we should we'll be there all week why don't yeah. we do that we could recommend things to people if they're going to go to if they're going to go to Disney. Yeah, we could kind of talk about like what what how to work the park, downloading the app, like what to do with that. I think this is a really good idea. Yeah, should we do that? Yeah, I'd like the to Disney do pod. One of it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, great. I mean, it'll largely be a conversation we're going to have anyway. Exactly. We might as well record it and let exactly. people listen to it. Yeah. Okay. Good. Mm. Um, Okay, well, I've got lots of nice things to talk about this week. I haven't done a lot of prep because I've been so busy, but I know I've just got lots to talk about. Well, I've got lots and lots of prep. Have you? Yeah. First of all, I'm going to start with one thing in particular, though, which is that I've been working with Dawn French tonight. I mean, just tell everybody, she is as utterly brilliant... She's great. ...as we all know she is. Yes, but there's also something... um, something else about her, like a funny energy like a spirituality about her that's very nice yes like um she's interested in the world and things you know yes so you can talk about stuff and you'll it drops in you know and you go oh you know what i mean and i don't even know what i mean yes i'm just saying stuff because she's very kind of wise and interesting Mm. yeah and interested so what were you talking about well like the stoics for instance she said do you still do the daily stoic and i was like yes i still and she said yeah so good all that isn't and then we talked a little bit about greek philosophy and all that and i'd read a little book on greek philosophy when we were in crete recently and 
And I was like, oh, yeah, I forget, you know, that you are mm. plugged into the fucking Matrix, the matrix. and mm. you're interested in people and mm. things. And because she's a performer as well, there's something in the performance that you know is spiritual yes. because you're connecting to thousands of people in one room on one night centered around words and language and connection, mm. you know. So you go, yeah, God, I forget, you know, like people who do that understand the mm. power of connection, you know. So anyway, it's brilliant, but it's her birthday today. So... Oh. It was her birthday today. It was her birthday today, yes. So, happy birthday uh, to Dawn French. And she was on the one show publicising her new book, which actually drops tomorrow, which would be Thursday the 12th, I think. So, it's Dawn French, The Twat Files. So, we have a copy that she very kindly gave us. Uh, And this is out soon. Uh, Now, this is to coincide with her tour that she's on at the moment. And I'm sure you've seen lots of uh, bump about this because she's doing... um, the one show tonight, I'm doing a hair for Graham Norton tomorrow. I'm doing a hair for this morning on Friday. So I'll just little, I'll read the blurb from the back. But um, when I was younger, I wanted to be an interesting, sophisticated, semi-heroic, multi-layered person. But the kind of perfect is impossible. That kind of perfect is impossible. But an actual twat is much more <laughs> the real me. Sorry to boast but I am the champion twat. The twat files, I will tell you about all the times that I've been a total and utter twat, the moments where I've misunderstood stuff and messed up. In uh, my life, these have been uh, key because mistakes tell us about ourselves. Mistakes tell us about others. Mistakes are hilarious. Mistakes expose our flaws. Mistakes show us ourselves honestly, and mistakes are gloriously human. My hope is that these stories might fire up your engines to remind you of just what a massive twat you also are. <laughs> Let's celebrate and reveal in this most delightful of traits together. Uh, that would be perfectly twatty. And now it's interesting because tonight she'd said, as I, when I was doing her hair, just how liberated she's felt by exposing all these stupid, twatty, daft mistakes that she's made. Oh, and, it's so nice. And we, we were saying that, isn't it funny that inside the shame is the freedom that you're yes. desperate to get hold of so if you can face up to it or yes. expose the shame to everybody and everything boom you're free of it you know and it was like oh and god also yeah, the no. identification that you get from other people and the relief that they also feel you're mm. you're not only freeing yourself you're freeing, freeing everyone them, else yeah <gasps> Um, so anyway, it's called Dawn French, The Twat Files, A Life of Mistakes and No Regrets. Now Can I, I just play I know... you something? Oh, yeah, of course. Okay, have you seen Dawn talking gibberish to the camera? Uh, yeah. So <laughs> go to Dawn French's page if you're, if you're not already yeah. following her. Please follow her. She has done a spate of just talking heads, but she's definitely saying something, but she's not actually saying anything. I'm going to play you one of them. Right. Um, it's a whole new kind of thing. There's, um, uh, you know, um, at the t- near the, um, you go out that, that, that one and, um, you go left, 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 and then, um, you get to the top and that's four, and then you go, you go, don't go. Don't, um... It's her face. Not the... Uh, where the... Uh, but it's got the twins. Will you get the uh, farm? Can I say something quite funny? And yeah. I mean this in the nicest possible yeah. way. But that, that's exactly how my dad got. Oh, really? With the, yes. the Alzheimer's? He yeah, couldn't yeah. He couldn't articulate a sentence, yeah. but it really sounded like... Mm. 
He knew what he was, he knew what yeah, he was yeah, saying. Yeah, it was yeah. so... But these posts that Dawn mm. does are brilliant. Mm. They are so funny. Uh, the other thing also that, uh, to give a shout out about mm. is that her and Jennifer have just got a new series of uh, Titting About, I think it is. on. Oh. Uh, pod, they've got their own podcast. I think it's called Titting About. It could be twatting about mm. or arsing around or whatever it is. But... Um, that is, and they've got a new When's series, season out? four. It's out now, I think. Uh, so you can go to. Do you want me to look it up? Audible. Uh, they do it with with on Amazon, and um, she's got she got a new series of that. So um, I'd love to have a listen to that actually, because I do love those two together. Oh, They're they, still brilliant. They are so um, funny. Not that they shouldn't be still brilliant, but we saw Jennifer who was on the Mass Singer. Yeah. Uh, so we recorded an episode of the Mass Singer. Jennifer um, Saunders is a guest. You're not judges, are you? What are you called? Panelists? Panelists. Panelists. Titting about. Titting about. I was right. Um, anyway, congratulations, Dawn, on the book. And I uh, hope everybody uh, who wants it gets it and enjoys it. I've got a couple of food-based recommendations mm-hmm. now. So, um, Holly, for her birthday, her boyfriend's parents mm-hmm. are absolutely wonderful people. And they... It's very sweet, actually, because... Paddy's dad and mum are really, really into food and they mm-hmm. understand that Holly is really, really into food and they bought her a brilliant gift, which was um, the Mob cookery book. Okay. Now, I don't know if you've heard of Mob, but they are actually mob.co.uk. Uh, okay. It's an amazing website and they are just um, absolute unbelievable foodies. But look at some of these recipes that are on here for absolutely free. Mm-hmm. Warm Greek beans with dill yogurt, p- flaky flatbreads, raspberry and elderflower millefeuille, blue cheese turnovers, steak with red Thai tomatoes. Whoa. Whoa. Um, there's a little kind of um, blog about uh, the best restaurants in Cardiff. There's some dinner for uh, dinner ideas, Mob's quick quick dinner ideas, which is super helpful. You can sign up to the Mob newsletter, but the recipes just go on and on and on. Now, they've got articles, they've got features, they've got city guides, Bristol, Birmingham, Glasgow. It is an absolutely brilliant culinary delight. So they've got meal plans, they've got discounts. Um, You can sign up for, I'm not quite sure like what it is exactly that you sign up for, but I think you can sign up to kind of get extra special things and deals and all the other kind of articles and collections that they can do. Um, And there's also a shop, so you can get um, a gift subscription, you can get all the books. There's Mob Kitchen, Speedy Mob, I love Speedy Mob, Comfort Mob, Fresh Mob, and Mob 6. So for any foodies out there, because I think I'm starting to do Christmas gift ideas, for any foodies out there, Mob is an amazing Christmas gift. And how much is it, do you know? So you get early access to events, an incredible digital magazine, in-depth nutritional information, um, recipes to take your cooking to the next level, discounts from your favourite brands, um, all-exclusive access to the latest mob features, and the ability to scale serving sizes to match your needs. Um, So that's kind of like a little extra thing, and I do believe that his parents also bought Holly a subscription. Ah, really? Yeah. I mean, they're really, really lovely people. So, yes, there you go, mob. Um, brilliant cookery books and a little subscription to get lots of extras. Fantastico. Uh, we've just eaten a pho. It's, one yeah. of, it's become one of our favourite things. Is it Vietnamese pho? It's become one of our favourite things. 
That's a proper pun. It's, I've been on the Mars Singer for too long. Mm. Anyway, yes, I enjoy your puns. They're uh, they're good. Mm, thanks. Let's move on. So, my good friend Jimmy Doherty or Doherty, what would you say? I'd say Doherty. Doherty. Jimmy Let's Doherty. call him Jimmy Doherty. I say he's a good friend. I don't actually know how to pronounce his surname. So Jimmy Doherty is obviously a very good friend of Jamie Oliver's and everyone sort of knows him from Jimmy and Jamie's food fight and then Jimmy's farm and all that kind of stuff. I got to know him a few years ago through Dan Snow and he's a lovely human being. But uh, most people might know that uh, Jimmy, Jimmy's farm, is also a wildlife park. Uh, and then you can get tickets and go there, and he's got all sorts of quite exotic animals. I didn't realise he had all these animals. You know, I'm going to tell you which animals yeah, go on, he's got go on. on there. Um, I actually did see this on Instagram the other day. Yeah. It's amazing. So it says, come and visit our farm like no other. It has uh, come such a long way since we first set eyes on the old dairy farm in the outskirts of Ipswich over 20 years ago. And I remember the very first Jimmy's farm. I don't know if you did. Yes. He bought the farm. Yes. Tried to turn Isn't it into it, a working it's farm. It's so lovely. Like Clarkson's farm, I suppose, yeah. but um, slightly more serious. Um and it says, uh, we are home to so many animals, uh, from farmyard favourites to more exotics such as zebras and crocodiles. If you've got there, it's quite good, isn't it? Why not check out the Rare Breeds Farm? And it's uh, new for the summer of 2023. But the thing that I was quite amazed about is he's about to open Europe's largest polar bear reserve I mean, on the what? farm. Yeah, that's quite amazing, yes, isn't it? Yes, it's amazing. Uh, um, so the UK's largest Arctic wolf pack as well, and it opens up on October the 21st. So I thought it'd be a nice opportunity to let people know this because polar bears, I mean, you've seen a polar bear have, in the wild, close, haven't you? Yeah. And have I've seen been, quite a lot. One has been sedated. One, and was, you were one was sedated with it. from a helicopter. Yeah. We flew over it. Yeah. It got sedated. Mm-hmm. We waited for it to yes. fall down, mm-hmm. but it was still awake. Yeah. And we went and <clears throat> with a scientist and measured its teeth okay. and its body and its fat content. And yeah. um, it was chipped so we could kind of compare it to its measurements from before. It was very healthy and it was in a good state. Sounds but amazing. But I'm sitting next to the polar bear lying on the ice with the scientist watching him take these measurements very close. And the polar bear is blinking. Fuck. It, it, it is, it's something else, it's something right? Else. And then one morning we went to Svalbard and we were on a boat uh-huh. that had been frozen into the bay. Mm. So the boat goes into the bay in November and it gets frozen in the bay yes. as it ices oh, over. Oh, that's right, yes. And it can't go anywhere until April. Until it thaws, So we right. went to stay on the boat yeah. in um, March or April. Yeah. And in the morning there was like screaming, sort of six o'clock in the morning. It never, ever got dark. Uh-huh. So yes. it was just light all night. And we, we went up onto the deck at six o'clock in the morning and everybody went, quick, quick, quick. And we looked over and two polar bears were running past the boat, but really close. Giving, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. Just going out to the water. And then wow. another time we were in the middle of nowhere mm-hmm. on our ski doos. We looked in the distance and there was a mum mm-hmm. and two baby cubs. Oh. running across the horizon and a baby polar bear's Two like little baby polar bears mm. but she would have literally ripped us oh, to shreds, to shreds. If we yeah, were yeah, bet, bet. and the other quite funny thing we were staying in a little hut mm. and um you know what i'm like yeah i'm not good in really dirty no hats. you're not are you yeah you're and like, it uh... was so dirty and we had to um poo and pee outside mm-hmm. in the ice but with the, um a a kind of alarm parameter set up around um, the side mm-hmm. of the hut so that we wouldn't get attacked by a bear and we had to have our backs 
to the hut to mm-hmm. make sure but you'd you probably would struggle to see a polar bear running towards you if you yes. weren't fully awake yeah and we had to take a gun with us when we really? went to we it was all very yeah serious full on yeah, yeah. Um, well, I would. I mean, I've never seen a, a polar bear. I don't think I might have seen one when I was younger at a zoo or something like that. Um, so it'd be pretty amazing here. So, so some people might be asking, what are the conditions for this polar bear and stuff like that? So I'll just read you a bit of the blurb. So Jimmy, first of all, is, is one of the best known uh, farmers, embarked on a mission to build Europe's largest polar bear reserve based on a multifunctional enclosure for rescued polar bears and other tundra species, including reindeer, Arctic wolves and Arctic foxes. Arctic foxes are amazing mm. as well, aren't they? Are they the white? They're the white ones, right? Yeah, they're the white ones. They're so beautiful. So it says, The tundra uh, habitat is an extension of the Suffolk-based Jimmy's Farm and Wildlife Park, a regional centre for excellence and for the conservation of British rare breeds and exotic exotic species. The aim is to rescue, this is a rare, protected and endangered species while promoting a wider understanding of the natural world and inspiring future generations to support and protect wildlife. Uh, So this is opening on the 21st of October, so in about a week's time, I think, from when this podcast goes out uh, and um, it, they've saved two specific pole affairs um, uh, they became immediate priority when uh, they discovered that they were going to be put down Aww. if a suitable home was not found for them the lost lands of the tundra intertwines with the existing natural landscape and incorporates mm. woodland and natural springs and polar bears are classified as marine mammals did you know that you probably did and have three large pools uh, in their new home. So um, these were polar bears that were going to be put down. So mm. um, I'm not entirely sure what the, the long-term uh, idea is uh, with those polar bears in particular. But if you're it interested like to this know... this might be their forever home. Yeah, it could mm. be, couldn't it? Yeah, I think they've come and from an enclosure somewhere Of course, else. the 21st is the beginning, I would imagine, of most of the UK's half-term. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. So it might so be a nice good, time to go mm, visit. Yeah. So it's in Ipswich, which is over kind of Suffolk, Norfolk way, isn't it? That, East of England, the, yeah. The boob of England, yeah, as I call yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, um, and, um, and I think it would be bloody brilliant to go there. So if you're looking for something to do or somewhere to go, go uh, to Jimmy's Farm and uh, please let us know all about it as well when you go. And if we get the chance to go, I'd like to go. I'd love to go. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, thanks, Jimmy. What am I going to talk about next? Do you know what? I think I might just talk about something that might just help a lot of people. Oh, yeah. It's a charity mm-hmm. that I've discovered. Um, and I think I've talked about them before, but I'm going to talk about them again because I think they are worth reminding people of. They're mm-hmm. a cancer charity. They're called Maggie's. And Maggie was oh, a writer yes. and a gardener yeah. and a designer. And their centres are built by extraordinary architects. Do you remember? I've talked about yes, this before. you have, yeah. And they look after people with cancer, but also... Um, families of people with cancer Mm -hmm. because you know it's not just the person with cancer that's going through the diagnosis it's everybody that's affected Mm. children partners everybody but they're also doing a campaign right now on women who are plunged into a medical menopause and lots of resources and support and help on how to deal with that I spoke to somebody last weekend who'd been really helped by Maggie's and Maggie's helped me set up an interview with her to find out what happened to her, Mm. how she dealt with it. And it was very interesting hearing her story because she was a a breast cancer sufferer with Mm. breast cancer and was under the impression that she couldn't get any help for her horrific symptoms. Um, But because it wasn't uh, estrogen receptive, Mm. she was 
told by Maggie's that she could get referred maybe to a, a menopause specialist and that she should get referred. And they get oncologists mm. and menopause specialists to all talk and come up with a holistic Approach. treatment for okay. someone. Um, and Alice was very brave talking to me and mm-hmm. uh, talked to me also about her multiple sclerosis. She's got a very complicated medical history. And um, she's so positive and brilliant to talk to, but Maggie's had helped her a lot. And I think... Um, you know, either if you're interested, you might want to go and look into uh, how you could get involved. You can get involved. Volunteer with, or yeah, something like that. Yeah, volunteering. You could, you could fundraise. It was good for my mum. Was it? Yeah. She, she plugged into the Maggie's network and it was very helpful, yeah. Well, that's really nice yeah, to know. it's good, isn't it? Yeah. Um, you can donate online. You can mm. have a look at where their centres are. They have many, many, many centres and they've got them in Scotland. They've got them like everywhere, mm. everywhere. They've okay. even got them abroad, Hong Kong and Tokyo. And did you say, did you do a podcast or yeah, I a did. live? Or? Uh, on, I did um, a live, which mm-hmm. is on my Instagram, Instagram. page okay. um, last Saturday mm-hmm. with Alice talking about that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, just yeah, if you can good. support Maggie's, please do. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's, a, it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. few TV things I would like to drift into uh, now, ladies and gentlemen. What's my favourite bit? I love the telly. I don't quite know where to begin, but I'm going to begin with something we watched together. Episode one of The <gasps> Beckons. Oh my God, it's so good. It is good, isn't it? It's you know, so good. I think, was it, I think, was it Camilla Long who just wrote an absolutely scathing Yes, Dawn review. was saying that she'd read a couple of bad uh, reviews like about awful, it. It seemed very awful, unfair. Like about how, you know, how can they walk around in a cardigan that costs this much money and how can they do this? Mm. But actually, I thought, and I've, we've only watched the first episode, yeah. but I thought they came across much better mm. than I imagined. And you did absolutely forget... What an incredible talent yeah. David Beckham was. And in fact, he wasn't the huge Lothario. He didn't want to go Not out. He was quite yeah, isolated. Quite an insular person, and an insular he? person. Mm. And he they fell wildly in love. Mm. And the rest is history. But it it it's an incredible story and also our era, right? Yeah. Yes, it is our era, mm. yeah. So it was a, it was a very good insight. I mean they did a they did a good job. I don't feel like they're massively guarded. 
they seemed to be very open about themselves. And, and I, it felt, I didn't it feel all like felt it real. Act. Yeah, it was. Well, so when, like when act, Victoria you know? was trying to say she was working class and yeah, David yes. kept sticking his head out of a cupboard, mm. that did not feel fake. And he was really harassing her because <laughs> she, she was going, I was, I was working class, we didn't have any money. He went, hang on a minute. Yeah. He said, what car did your dad drive you to He's school good. in? She's going, no, but David, no, what car? Mm. Like, and he wouldn't let it drop. That was really funny. <laughs> um, I thought the interviews with his mum and dad were very, yes. very sweet. Brilliant. And very nice. Absolutely yeah. brilliant. Obviously super proud of, of him and what he did. Mm. Um, I think it's a very different system now, but I love the fact that it was actually quite late on until he got picked up by Man United. He was in his teens, I think, mm. by the time they picked him up. But it must be such a bizarre thing to just get scooped up at 14 or 15 mm. and then he's got he that played picture. In, he played for Man, 17, Man United at 17. Yeah, and scored, I think. Yeah, I mean, it was just oh my unbelievable. So uh, neither of us are particularly big football fans, so don't worry about if you, you know, whether you yourself. like football or not. Yeah, yeah. Uh, whether you like football or not, you don't have to like football to enjoy this. Um, I think what is helpful is if you're over 40 and mm-hmm. you have a good memory of the 90s, mm-hmm. It's really good because there's so much to go out there. As a massive football fan, Mm. I think Chester would enjoy it. Oh, you don't have to support Man United, I think, Mm. to to enjoy it because he's such a unique uh, player. And watching him play is so lovely. um, And there's um, dressing room footage, which is Mm. very hard for anybody to ever see because they they really can't get hold of that stuff. And then also, um, I think just the kind of life of a footballer and his love for Victoria and how he would literally mm. drive through the night to see oh her, my God. drive back first That's thing in the morning to go so, to play football. And you know? we all remember feeling like that. Oh my God, yeah, it's so good. It's oh. such a great feeling, you know. So um, cute. So yeah, it was really, really good. So if you've not watched the Beckhams yet or you've held it off or you've not heard about it, then it's on Netflix. Um, I think it's a limited series of three episodes at the moment, but I think there's going to be more dropped. Oh, is it only three at the moment? I think so. It was a limited series, they call it, mm. so they, they've, there's more to come. But I really um, I really en- enjoyed it. And Netflix have got a couple of really good things on there at the moment. Another one I'm going to talk about in just a minute. Ah, <laughs> Oh, yeah, it's MD London's first birthday on the 13th in a couple of days' time, which is... Uh, Congratulations. Nice. in business a year. I'm a businessman. On an amazing man. first year. Thank you. Um, it feels like I've always been doing this. When people say, oh, how long have you been doing it? I go, a year. I think, no, I've been doing it my whole fucking life. Like, it's been forever, it feels like. I don't mean that in a bad way, but it feels like this is all I've ever done. Um, it's funny, isn't it? Yeah. It's only been a year. But I guess um, all the tools that I have in my arsenal, as in in my brain, I've been developing those tools for 35 years mm. and using them. Um, so it, it, you understand what I mean? Yeah. It feels like I've been doing it forever because mm. I'm using all the tools that I've been building, mm. I guess. Anyway, fascinating. I've got another TV thing. Shall I crack that out? Or do you want to go? Have you got something? Um, yeah, but like you can do whatever you like. Do, do a double TV. I'll do a double TV. Okay. The Murder of Jill Dando. Yeah, you were telling me about that this morning. Oh my God, I'm loving this. This is so good. So this dovetails quite nicely into the Beckhams thing. Let me just bring it up on Netflix because I don't want to get the name of it wrong or anything like that. Um, Sorry, I was just away from the mic there. So Who Killed Jill Dando is the name of it. Uh, And it's a three-part series and it says more than a year after Dando's can we call her Jill, please, Netflix? More than a year after Jill Dando's death, police finally arrest a, subs- a suspect, sparking a lengthy battle and a debate uh, that continues to this day. 
So she was killed in the April of 1999, shot dead on her doorstep, point blank range in the head. I mean, this was so unbelievably shocking, this crime, because she was the nicest person. She seemed like a genuinely oh soft and gentle but yeah. brilliant journalist. And nobody could figure out why, how this person seemed to get away with it. Broad daylight, shot, close range, like an assassination. And then this quite simple man Mm. who didn't seem to anybody to have the wherewithal to murder somebody at point blank range goes to prison for it. And we all can't help but think... Did he do it? They, Didn't he do it? They got it? the oh. wrong guy. Well, they did get the wrong guy because he was released sometime mm. after. So I've not finished the final episode. It's only a three-parter. They're about an hour long, roughly speaking, 45 minutes to an hour. April uh, the 26th, 1999, single gunshot leaves Jill Dando's family and colleagues and fans in shock. Uh, episode two is the kind of media attention and all the speculation that goes around it. And episode three is Barry George, really, and... He was arrested and convicted. And I mean, then it's interesting, later, I remember his name. Oh, yeah, Barry Balsari. Yeah. Uh, and then Barry George, yeah. I mean, God, it's just fascinating. Um, anyone who was around in the 90s should watch this mm. for all sorts of different reasons. One, because it's a compelling story that you'll, uh, most of us will remember. I've lived in London at the time. You probably did as well. Mm-hmm. You probably lived West London, did mm-hmm. you, around then, Chiswick? Yeah. So it was just such a big, big thing here. Mm. The Evening Standard and everything was just plastered with it for a year. Mm. You know, none of us could work it out. And um, it was quite scary because you think, how can a woman get shot in broad daylight in the afternoon on her own doorstep? Mm. Um, And are any of us safe? The randomness of it. It was so random. So scary. What's quite interesting about it is she lived on this uh, street in in Fulham, just off the Fulham Palace Road. Uh, but she was rarely there. She was mainly at her fiancé's house most of the time. But her agent rang her and said to her, I've sent you several faxes with work details on. Can you go to your house, take a look at the work, and, and let me know what you want to do? She didn't have any fax paper, so she left her boyfriend's house or work or wherever it was. She went to Ryman's and she buys some fax paper. She must have been being followed. Paper. And then she then goes to her house to look at the faxes to see what the work is and goes to her front door and gets shot in the head. So she she's been there. randomly going to her house. But she must have been, that's why I think she must have been followed. Well, this is one thing that everybody thinks and they search something like 200 CCTV cameras all around Fulham and they can plot her every movement really from going to Ryman's, getting in the car, they can clock her car obviously can clock everybody else's car they look everywhere and they are a hundred percent sure she is not being followed so the only other explanation is somebody has sat in her little front garden area for hours possibly days waiting for her to randomly turn up it's so weird the only person who knew she would have been at her house is her agent and obviously the police uh, he's a suspect and they bring him in for questioning you know but, I mean, there's just no motive. Why would you kill your most successful client, you know? It's just so bloody weird. It's such a good story. It's so gripping, and you're so bamboozled by it all. But, wow. Yeah. Um, it's great. My absolute heart goes out to her brother and uh, and her family because they're interviewed in, in the documentary, and they do a fantastic uh, job of talking about her. Uh, and representing her, it's really good. But the footage of her on telly and everything, you're going to love. Because it was mm. right at the time your career, I guess, was mm. really starting to take mm. off. 
So it's just really interesting watching bits of telly around that time. I just, hairstyles, I just remember dresses. being so super scared because yeah, I just thought if it can happen to her, when why can't it happen to all of us? Mm. It's just really frightening. Mm. Um, anyway, it's called Who Killed Jill Dando? And it is on Netflix. And it's a really enjoyable thing. And I just finish off by saying she seemed, to all intents and purposes, mm. as a lovely, lovely, very pretty, mm. very brilliant, very brilliant um, human being. Yeah. And what a fucking disgrace Absolute it is. Waste um, of a life. And uh, yeah, my heart absolutely goes out to her, to her family to this, this day. This has made me think about Sean Williams. Um, every oh, yeah. Wednesday morning at nine o'clock on Radio Four, mm-hmm. um, she does a, a show, and it's called Life Changing on Is that BBC the thing you Radio sent Four. Me? Yes. Yeah, yeah, okay. Now the 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 first one that I sent you mm-hmm. um, is a story by a man that said, "I have to keep calm. I have to stay calm to stay alive." It is the st- I mean, I don't think I'm going to ruin it too much okay. by telling you a little bit yeah. about the background, but this man. Um, his boss says to him, um, come, come and have a coffee with me. I've got some good news for you. He says, great, have a perfectly normal walk. They go to the cafe. The boss says, I'm going to go to the loo. He's saying everything that he remembers from that time. And then he's looking at a woman thinking she looks so nice. And then she suddenly is looking at him like horrified. That's his kind of strong memory. And he looks down and he thinks, why has somebody poured their drink over me? Mm. But actually it's blood. He's just bleeding everywhere down his front and he can't figure out what's going on. In two minutes he gets stabbed 14 times, but his description of it is... And his throat gets slit. His description of it is so... What? Detailed. Yeah. And his boss, who must be you know has some kind of psychotic mania and has been has done something bad before and was then put on meds and then went out and became a boss and then stopped taking his meds and lost the plot again had taken him to this cafe to go to the loo to come out to murder him stabbed 14 times throat slit lying in a pool of blood everybody but the description of it's unbelievable, so don't listen to me. Just yeah, yeah. Don't do it. It to, but yeah. everybody leaves the cafe. Yeah. Obviously, they're terrified. The guy walks out with a knife and just walks off. Fuck. Nobody, nobody stops him. And um, but three people, two people run to him. Okay. And he's going. He's he goes, and he realizes he can still breathe. Okay. But. He says, I've got two wounds on my back and you need to stop it. You need to fill them now. And one guy puts his hand under and he goes down a bit, harder, harder, there. And he blocks his lung so his lung can reinflate, his lung reinflates. Then the other, he goes to the other guy, I've got another one. He goes, I can't find it, I can't find it. He goes, yes, you can. And he goes, and he goes, I found it. And he goes, a very, very firm hand and it's immediately. So he's got both lungs back. Okay. And he hears someone phoning the ambulance. And he's thinking, ah, right now I just have to conserve. Yeah, Do not worry yeah. and go completely zen. Okay. The three calmest people were the three people that were right there. Wow. T- one on each lung and the, another guy holding on to something at the front. He was holding his own intestines inside his stomach. Right. And the woman is on the phone mm-hmm. and he's going, she said he's conscious. And he went, I'm slipping in and out of consciousness because he thought... Yeah. This is, an, this is an emergency. Yeah, yeah. Don't fucking go yeah, down the conscious yeah, route. Yeah. And he just goes, calm. 
Yeah. And he just starts breathing. Wow. And he gets into the he just gets into the yeah. the ambulance and the ambulance driver says you can close your eyes now. And he says I'm not closing my eyes. Yeah. I w- I want yeah. to live. Yeah. If I close my eyes I will go. Yeah. He said his thing for survival he's got a little kid. Yeah. A wife at home. Yeah. And he just got this overwhelming and it's Urge when to he live. talks about it. Yeah. He was literally staging his own recovery, yeah, okay. telling everybody exactly what to do. He went mm. crystal clear, yeah. like as clear as day. He felt no pain. Mm. Oh, okay. No. It was like, oh, this right, has happened to me. Okay. I'm dying. Your brain is helping you. Um, he got something like eight liters of blood given to him. I mean, untold. Mm. His face is really disfigured. Mm-hmm. It was stabs everywhere Fuck. and he says the hardest thing of all is being followed around shopping centers because people think he's a bad person oh, because he's he got facial like scars yeah um when actually he's the one that's been attacked and being followed by security guards around oh. um a shopping center is quite triggering but he said i wow. am just glad to be alive yeah and he's talked about oh i can't wait he to talked to about wanting to before he mm. this happened to him he just wanted more, bigger, bigger bikes, yeah, yeah, better more things, stuff. more yeah. stuff for his daughter. Yeah. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Now they've moved. They've moved. He's, yeah, yeah, he, yeah. All he wants to do is spend time with his child, yeah, yeah. and yeah. his life is, you know, arguably better for it. Yeah. And I started listening to another one, which was very traumatic. I mean, it's, one. no, this is okay. um, the second one was um, two savage dogs. Okay. Um, chasing a horse-driven cart with a woman still on the horse-driven cart and it's leaping it's leaping over things and dragging the cart through things and they the dogs don't stop wow and she's she at one point she just takes her hands off and just goes i give up yeah i'm just gonna let this happen and then she saw an opportunity she suddenly was like no i'm gonna live re-steers the horses oh wow and okay. they end okay. up stopping and then this Ooh. farmer rescues her it's like oh, it's amazing okay, okay. can't but wait to listen to these this, these sound great. this, this is I mean Sean Williams mm. um, was a school mum and Chester and um, her son were very good friends yeah and um, she went them. off and she became mm. Dr. Sean Williams mm. and she's uh, a journalist obviously but she's also a psycho- psychologist and she works in the NHS ah. and she does sort of both jobs. Yeah. This is part of the journalist, but it's also she's she's brilliant at it because there's a thing about psychoanalysts and the way they talk to people. Mm-hmm. She's she's not codependent. She's not like, oh, my God, you yeah. know, she's just looking at it from an analyst point yeah. of view. So it's a, it's a brilliant. Yes, I um, worked with her on National Treasures with Dan Snow. Oh. The History Man and the Hairdresser was uh, within the show that she hosted. Yes. So. We went out for dinner a few times and everything. We I got on my. She's a brilliant fire. woman. Yeah, she's great. Yeah, mm. um, very good. Um, oh, by the way, you can listen to that on BBC Sounds. BBC Sounds. What's mm-hmm. it called? It's called Life Changing. Great. And it's on BBC Radio Four on BBC Sounds. Sounds bloody great. Um, okay, should we do a few shout outs? I just got to do one more thing. Oh yeah, okay, great. There's one book that I quickly want to talk about, which is. Recipes mm-hmm. for a better menopause. Now, I've always been a bit funny about things that are specifically for menopause, and I, you know, um, like why? Why do we need food for menopause? Yeah. But actually, I know this doctor, and um, she's called Dr. Fed Amati. Oh, and yeah. yeah, of course, yeah. You know Fed, don't yeah. you? 
and she is does clinical medicine research, nutrition and science communications. She does scientific writing, medical communications, public medical, med, mental health research, women's health and infant nutrition. She's She knows her stuff. And um, she, there's a lot about science in here. There's mm-hmm. a lot about... Um, there's a bit from a doctor, Dr. Sam Brown, about... Um, HRT and diagnosing menopause but there's also lots about scientific evidence non-scientific evidence what that is why that is Mm -hmm. so it's not just saying these foods are good for the menopause but it's saying why how it works nutrition and the circadian rhythm there's a lot of amazing info in here and that nourishment is more than just food Um, there's a brilliant bit by Lavina who I who I really like about movement and menopause so there's a lot in here that's not just Mm -hmm just food or, and recipes there's a list of good foods that you can you should always be having um, ones that you should regularly be having the one that you should occasionally have <laughs> and the ones that you should rarely have Don't that's have, yeah. that's okay. really good so well, go on was it say what's under rarely rarely cakes pastries donuts sugary drinks ice cream biscuits processed meats <laughs> ultra processed foods and sweets olivia got into the back of my car today and uh, there was a, an empty cup that said pepsi max kfc on it Next to a, a bo- an empty box of uh, Krispy Kreme donuts. <laughs> I was like, don't look at that. I had a bad so week last unfair. week. Yeah, it was brutal. And then occasionally it says red meat, potato crisps, home baked cakes and pastries, other wine, beer, white rice, white pasta. What's that under? Occasionally. Occasionally. Yeah, I can do that occasionally, once a day. But anyway, it's a great book. It's <clears> called <throat> Recipes for a Better Menopause by Dr. Federica Amati and Jane Baxter. And I've given it a little mention on the front. Oh, have uh, you got ba- a quote? Backed by science, this book has delicious ways of supporting our bodies when we really need it. But it's the science bit that I like. She's a really, really genuine, mm. you know, everything is based in research. Um, I had a couple of shout-outs to do. One that came through my to my own personal Instagram account this morning. Um, let me just see if I can find it. So uh, this one was from somebody called Deb, um, and it's baby underscore bear dot XX. Mm. Sounds a bit porny. I always think when someone put XX at the end, porny. I think it's pornography. Uh, sorry, Deb. Uh, hi, Michael. was listening to yours and Davina's podcast the other day and recently discovered it, and I am hooked. I love it. In one episode, Davina was making a cup of Yorkshire tea, and you said, if only they made Lancashire tea. Well, they do. Stop it. It's an Asda. No. So, first of all, let me say thanks, Deb, for pointing that out. I'm delighted about that. We've Second got to go of get all, some. We've got to go uh, get some. there's an Asda not far from here, so I'm going to go and get some. And we don't normally do this on the podcast, but I would like to do some kind of blind taste test with you. Yes. Um, because if you don't know the difference, yes. I'm going to swap out to Yorkshire TV. To, got... uh, we're into to Lancashire. That's a great idea. Uh, it's a good one, though, isn't it? Yeah, it's great. That is really, really good. Um, so some shout outs of Victoria Bruce, uh, um, I, I posted the Simon Pegg Desert Island Discs and she said the Bob Mortimer one, Bob Mortimer one oh, is gorgeous. I love Bob Mortimer. Me too. And mm. I've watched Gone Fishing recently with Paul Whitehouse and mm. him and Bob Mortimer couldn't make it cause he's been a bit poorly. Uh, so Lee Mack turned up for the day. So that was a very funny episode. I thought I noticed it was trending on Twitter and I thought, why is Lee Mack and Paul Whitehouse trending on Twitter? And then I realised it's an episode of Gone Fishing. Um, so I watched that and I thought it was brilliant, but Bob Mortimer was sadly missed. Is he okay? He's brilliant. I think so, yeah. I think he just probably wasn't very well. I think he's had a heart attack at some point, Bob Mortimer. Um, 
because I'm sure they talked about that in the very early bits. I don't know, you've never seen Gone Fishing, have you, with, uh, with those two? So they're two, obviously, middle-aged men, slightly crumbling and falling apart, but they go fishing and just talk to each other mm. about their lives and worries and hopes and fears and all sorts of stuff. So it's gathered a lot of traction. I know a lot, mm. a lot of men watch it because of this whole thing about trying to get men to talk a bit more. Uh, listen to each other a little bit more it's a representation of that I think but it's very mm. sweet and obviously very funny because they're both very funny people mm. um, so thanks Victoria um, for that uh, sending that one Kaz Morse just says she's really pleased that you yes. found the yeah. Aid Edmondson yeah, um, loads uh, of Desert people Islandess. even my and dad sent it to me um, well, oh did he yeah 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 what was quite sweet was I was sitting next to Jennifer Saunders um, on The Masked Singer and I said mm. um, that you'd listened to it and thought that it was absolutely amazing. Uh, and, great. Yeah. Uh, Lucy Starvis uh, says, Hi there, just listened to the whole series uh, of The Tortoise Investigates on the Tavistock on your recommendation. So very interesting. I have learned so much. Thank you. Yeah, it was really detailed that. It was bloody deep. There was a lot to learn in it as well. It was fantastic. Um, Wendy Dodge, shall I read that one out? Yeah. Hi guys, have you ever listened to Beth Nielsen? Chapman's Sand and Water. What a song. Sorry if it gets you emotional, but it is beautiful. This line gets me every time. All alone, I heal this heart of sorrow. All alone, I rail, raise this child, flesh and bone. He's just bursting towards tomorrow. Uh, and his laughter fills my world. And where's your smile? Whoa. It sounds what deep, song? What Wendy. songs? What's it called? Uh, it's called Sand and Water by Beth Nielsen Right, Chapman. I'm going to play you a bit. Yeah, okay. Fucking hell. You sure? All alone Didn't like the feeling All alone Sat and cried In the center of the pain I felt inside. Ooh. Yeah. Um, she's amazing. I've mm. never heard of Beth Nielsen. What a beautiful voice. Mm. Thank you very much for that recommendation. I am going to follow her. Uh, Leslie Driver, this is one for you, really. It says, good to have you both back. So funny. Uh, you recommended Soul Bliss last week. I find high heels so uncomfortable, mm. but I've just bought a pair of their platform heels in black yeah. leather, and they are so comfy. I'm telling you, I've been wearing those loafers mm. all week. Mm. They are unbelievably comfy, and they're so trendy. Those, I, I know what she's talking about, the yeah. velvet... You get the, the benefit platform. of the heel, but yes. all the comfort. And the velvet platform shoe is so pretty. Uh, so anyway, my recommendation this week is Love and Death, a short series on ITVX based on a true story. 7.5 on an IMDb and worth a quick binge. Mm -hmm. Sounds great, Leslie. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm. uh, so hi, guys. Just wanted to thank you for <laughs> the plug-in disco ball recommendation. <laughs> We have brought one on holiday to oh, Jamaica that, with us. Oh my God, it's that's a total so good. Game changer. That's uh, so that is good. good, isn't it? Um, let me see what it says here. Total game changer. Had a fab disco before heading out for dinner last night, and then again when we returned. Oh my we God, returned, they've sent a video. Oh, we could hear people down below cheering us and saying, "What a fabulous idea!" Our four children, all grown up, and off to uni, loved our FaceTime. Okay, Not, right. Thank you. Wait, yeah, look. go on. Let's have a look. Let's have a look. Look at the, look at the bedroom. <laughs> 
That's exactly what our room looks like yeah, really every does. holiday literally, we go on. Literally every night, you know. Oh my God, that is um, so funny. That was from Tammy Louise, Louise Naylor. Yeah, thanks, Tammy. It's brilliant. And um, Andrea Groke said, uh, Hey, DM, just wanted to tell you we watched Cocaine Bear last night <gasps> that you recommended a while ago. The gory bits reminded me of a film called Sightseers. Mm, I haven't seen that. If you haven't seen it, I'm sure you'd love it. Well, Michael, Michael Will, for yeah. sure. It's completely bonkers, but so good. Loving the podcast as always. So glad you're back. Um, Cocaine Bear, by the way, if it's you've not seen so it, good. it's knockout. It's knockout. a cracking film. And if you watch it and you watch it for like the first 25 minutes and go, no, this is shit. Keep watching it because it opens up and turns into one of the greatest films yes. I've seen in ages. Um Good. Well, this was very nice. Thank you. Um, yes. I know we're both working very hard at the moment, but it's a very nice way for us to connect and uh, chat to each other about yes. life, love and the universe. I really liked it too. Yeah, good. And I, and mm. I do feel like even even our just little chats at the beginning are very nice. Mm. I mean, I sometimes think, let's not recommend anything this week. Let's just talk to each other for for a bit. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm be sure nice, it? it'd be really nice. And I think that actually sometimes... Mm. It's a good way of ironing things out. Yeah. I mean, not that we ever have anything we need uh, to iron out. But... She's sending me a signal there, isn't it? Like, there's yeah. something I need to iron like, out. Like, there's something I need to talk yeah. to you about. There's so many things I haven't told you about as well this week. That's... No, me too. I, I had I've more got stuff. Few, I've got a lot of stuff as well. Anyway, we'll, we'll hold it this, back. This, I've got week. to tell you, I've started doing it. I'm really enjoying it. I'm sorry, you can't do this to people. Let's just tell them what this is. Okay, it's just very quickly, yeah. brilliant Christmas present for yeah. anybody who is, I would say, over 45. Carol Vorderman's Perfect 10 quiz book. You go to bed with your quiz book and they ask you, right, I'm going to do, I'm going to ask you some questions. Is there a quick quiz uh, Entomology is the study of what? Entomology yeah. is the study of... It's... Um... Is it the study of studies? It's the study of insects. Oh, God. Yes, entomology, of course. I didn't know that. The, the, an aphid. Um, a peach, peach aphids. I remember reading an article about them and entomologists. Oh, my God. Yeah, Love yeah. You. Peach something aphids, yeah. On a family tree, how many direct ancestors do you have if you total up your parents, grandparents, great-grandparents and great-great-grandparents? I got this one right. 16? Go on. 30. Uh, it's 16, then 30. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. It doubles um, again. Okay. Adina Monsoon and Patsy Stone are main characters in which British TV show? Say that again? Adina Monsoon and Patsy. Oh. Ad fab. Yeah. Yay. Um, which heroic outlaw supposedly stole from the rich and gave to the poor? Robin Hood. Gorgonzola cheese comes from which country? Gorgonzola. I'd say something like Russia or Poland. Italy. Really? The Z was uh, putting me on a curveball. Um, okay, which city is this an anagram of? Oh, God, this is good, yeah. So the word is lost rib. Lost rib. Um, I figured it out. Have you? Yeah. I think I'm. there's too much pressure because I know... Say it again, lost rib. Lost rib. Lost rib. <laughs> Lost rib stroll. Oslo's shrub. Bird. Go on. What did you just say? Bird. 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 Bird.
Bristol. Yes. Oh, it's a city. I was thinking it was a country. Okay. Uh, Bristol. Yay! I'm right up there with Carol Vordman. She's from Bristol, I think. And do you know what she's got? She's got... She's got Carol lateral thinking. (gasps) And it's called... She goes, Carol lateral thinking. What's unique about the number 854-917-632? There's no zero. And what's the answer? Oh, it has the numbers one to nine listed all in alphabetical order. Ah. I nearly did. I nearly got it. Yeah. Oh my God, that is so good. I, I love things that make yeah. me think because I don't think like this. This is a very, very good book, a present for somebody, a stocking filler, yeah. an under the tree. In fact, you can just sit around and play it with mm. friends. I love these kind of things. It's the kind of thing I would have next to my bed and it would make me want to fall asleep in about 10 minutes. I also love the fact that it's Carol Vorderman's, as in Carol Vorderman is a perfect 10. Yeah. Yeah. It's quite she funny, is. isn't it? She's a perfect Well done, Carol Vorderman. Well done, Carol. Um, Have a lovely weekend or week or evening or whatever it is you'll listen to this and we'll speak to you next week. Bye. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.,